I really want to kind of walk the walk, talk the talk. So when I'm coaching people and telling them, here, step into your alignment, step into authenticity. I, I really want to do that for myself first. Welcome to The Found Podcast with Molly Knuth, a podcast for women who are founding and getting found with their businesses online. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and my mission is to help women rewrite how we live and work on our own terms. We want to grow families, impact others for the better, and be a positive force in our communities. But we also want to have a fulfilling life, you know? In the past six years, I've gone from being a stay-at-home mom to a freelance social media marketer to a hashtag boss babe, managing client needs, talented team members, and my husband and four kiddos on our little farm here in Eastern Iowa. And what I've learned in that time is that it's not just about going full force or any one size fits all strategy for a business owner. It takes you leaning into your unique gifts, intuition, and goals, and learning who you are as a person along the way to founding this business. So come along for lessons and stories from female founders growing and scaling their businesses through energetics, tried and true tactics, and high vibe personal growth. Be ready to get found. Hey listener, welcome to another episode of The Found Podcast. Today, I welcome a very dear friend to the podcast. She's actually been on an episode before. She's our first and only double episode guest thus far. She was also the very first guest ever back in 2020 when the podcast first got started under the name Small Minded. So if you guessed it, Andrea Mauser of Choose Your Journey is our guest today. And in her own journey, personally, from her first guest appearance back in 2020 to today, Andrea has really transformed, which is fair because she is a mastery certified transformational life coach. And this year, especially as she has navigated her first full year of being full-time self-employed, Andrea has undergone so much change into living a life that is full of abundance, alignment, and authenticity. And her work and her clients really show the proof that that is where she's going. And I've been one of her clients and I am just so impressed and I am continually reaping the benefits of having Andrea in my world. And she is one of like the most genuine, caring, and loving people I know. And in today's episode, you're not only going to feel that through the airwaves, but you're also going to hear the passion she has for brain health and abundance and manifestation. And we really do run the gamut in everything we talk about and we kind of get lost in our mutual love of energy work. Um, but I think you're going to love this episode today. It's super high vibe, so much fun. So don't get a notebook. Don't get a pen and a paper for this one. I want you to just sit back and receive all the goodies that are to come in today's interview with my friend, Andrea Mauser. Andrea, I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here, Molly. Gosh, just I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Andrea and I have already spent 10 minutes just talking, <laughs> not even about podcast prep. We've just been talking about things and we're like, okay, I guess we should probably start recording the actual episode. So Listeners, you're in for a treat. Andrea is amazing. She is the founder of Choose Your Journey. She does life coaching and a bunch of other things too that I just love about her. And she was the very first guest we ever had here on the podcast when it started as Small Minded, but now it's the Found Podcast. And now she's the first ever repeat guest. So Andrea, you're just like ticking all the boxes oh, here today. And I appreciate you taking the time. I'm just this. so, and I'm just so honored to be a part of this. Like, I'm like fangirling over you because of just the inspiration and motivation you bring me. So thank you for this platform and all that you do to share your wisdom. I feel like I'm not worthy, but I know that's something we just got to dig into as the episode goes. <laughs> Why don't I turn it over to you? Let's give the listeners a little bit of an introduction. Who is Andrea? What do you do? And who do you help? Yeah, awesome. Thank you. So formally, I guess if we have to do the formal presentation, I am a certified health and life coach, and I also have a master in transformation coaching. And I obtained that from the Health Coach Institute back in 2019 and 2020. 
And I really love anything and everything to do with mindset because that's where I found the focus is with our mindset really dictates everything we do from where we go with our health or in our relationships to our career. So if we don't get connected with our mindset, if we don't kind of get some of that outdated programming kind of upgraded, we can really find like we're in a stalled space in life and it's, it's a beautiful life. So let's get into a space that we're enjoying. We're feeling fulfilled and genuinely happy. So as part of my work, um, yeah, you kind of mentioned it, kind of the different facets that I do, but I really love to teach adults how they're actually unconsciously putting blocks on what they want to be experiencing, like the weight loss, like having a good relationship, financial wealth, living authentically. So that way they can learn techniques to start actually attracting and living a life of abundance. And I do this because so many of us are really in this autopilot mode of living. We're on this hamster wheel. Like it's almost this badge of honor. Like how, how much can I be on my hamster wheel, you know, and still feel like I've not lost it when secretly we're like, I really want to wave my white flag and surrender, but I can't, you know, I just got to keep going. It's a passage of adulthood to kind of be in this space. And for me, I have really stepped in and been living with what I call the triple A. It's like abundance, alignment, and authenticity. And that's what I want other people to experience too, because it really is a sense of freedom. And I think people just really need to experience something like that so they can kind of release themselves from so much of influence from other people to step into the life that they want for themselves. Well, that was the episode. Thanks everybody for being here. Oh my gosh, Andrea, that just makes me feel so lit up. And while you were talking, I was like furiously scribbling my notes because I'm like, I just felt like you were, I mean, I know you, so I know you're talking from the heart, but like, as you were saying that, I was like, there's so many gold nuggets here. And like, all of it is exemplified in how I feel like you have evolved both personally and professionally especially in the past year, but really, I mean, if listeners heard your episode from 2020, like your business is totally different where we are right now in 2022. So can you take us a little bit through that journey to this place that you're in now? And if you want to just go from like the beginning of this year, 2022, what were some of the significant things that you noticed to really put you in this place of like, knowing that you are called to help people live this life of pursuing that triple A and yeah, just tell us, just take us through. Yeah, I'd love to. So I actually closed the door on my corporate career of January this year. So that was a huge step, huge transition for our family. Um, you know, obviously financially, um, goal setting wise, and really stepping into it. And it's like that, that unknown space, but I just felt it and I felt it super strong. So I really feel like I said, this has been the year for alignment, abundance, authenticity. And I really felt that surge happen in November of last year. And that's when I was like, kind of drew the line in the sand. and was like, this is it. I'm taking the next step. And I had the support of my husband, of friends, of fellow entrepreneurs to like, to go. So it was kind of like, I needed that initial support. And Interestingly enough, I actually, at the start of each year, Molly, I know you do this too. I choose a word. And so for 2022, my word was alignment. And it's crazy that as the year has progressed, how much alignment has come on so much stronger. Um, It's kind of that old saying that maybe you've heard before, like what you think about, you bring about. So how alignment has shown up from January to now, end of September, going into October, it has really grounded me. And alignment has actually been a series of growth for me. So when I started in January, this newness, this rawness, this feeling of like this little baby, (laughs) this baby business on, okay, what do I do? And I found myself kind of like, I don't want to say like fishing, you know, like when you go fishing, you you throw your pole here, you try and catch something. And I kind of felt like I was doing that with the business, but, you know, in a way too of like planting seeds. And so I was trying things, trying new programs, trying new experiences. Um, I actually went to have a physical location that that felt like the right thing for me to do and a big step. And through the course of that, you know, I I feel that nudge of alignment within me kind of like start steering me, kind of like being that vessel and being like, hey, you need to go here. Oh, we need to, oh, we need to back up just a little bit. Okay, we need to go forward. So it was just kind of like 
navigating this new experience. And I did learn some things throughout the way. Um, one of them being, I love to to do public speaking. I know that's for some that grimaces them. They're like, oh my God, that'd be the last thing I want to do ever is to talk in front of people. But I really find a lot of energy behind it. And so earlier this year, I had an opportunity to connect with someone who was seeking a presenter uh, virtually um, for a place down in Texas. And for me, I had my focal points on what I wanted to talk about, like mindset, brain health. Ooh, just really energizes me. And she had suggested a different topic. At that point, I was wanting to have the experience. And so I was like, yes, I can do that. I can do that. And what I found is that as I made the commitment and kind of put myself in that, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to figure it out. I found there was a different sense of passion and drive. When I was saying yes from a place that wasn't in alignment, that drive and passion really deflated. It was like, hey, I need more oxygen. Like, get me there. Get me there. I felt like I really needed willpower. And I, I know willpower is a finite thing. And it got to the point when, and I did, I showed up, I, I followed through, but I just had, I didn't have the excitement behind it. And so it was a great experience. And I, I took from that, like, okay, this is something that next time I'm going to hone in and follow my yes, honor my yes, honor my no. Does this light me up? If it does, I'm going to go for it. And if it doesn't, I'm, I recognize that what does light me up is coming and it's not necessarily that I have to say yes to everything to have that experience. So it was a great opportunity. And it was one that when I did have an opportunity to speak at another thing, they had an option. They had a suggestion on what they wanted to say or have shared. And I was like, here's what I will talk about. And they were open to it. And when I showed up, I fully showed up. And I was like, I brought it. And I just felt like I captivated the attention of the audience. And they had a lot of takeaways where I recognized had I just kind of said yes to what was presented to me without putting in the energy I wanted, I don't know that it would have been the same experience. And I really want to kind of walk the walk, talk the talk. So when I'm coaching people and telling them, here, step into your alignment, step into authenticity. I, I really want to do that for myself first. I love that example because it's something that anybody listening probably has a memory that they can go back to of, oh yeah, I remember when I did this thing, I committed to it and over time it started feeling like it wasn't a good fit, but I did it anyway because I already said yes and I hate to back out and we all have moments like that. Mm -hmm. So your example of following through with it, but then learning so that the next time you could make a more aligned choice, like there's so much power in, in advocating for yourself in that way. And I think, I think that's a huge, huge shift that I've seen in you from this year too. It's like, I remember working with you at the beginning of the year because you were in one of my programs. And then now at this point, I'm just ending a program that I'm in of yours. And anyway, like I remember talking to you in those first few weeks of January and you were like, I could feel that energy of like, oh gosh, here we are. I'm doing this thing. What do I do next? And then as the year's gone on and you've been on this journey towards alignment, I've just seen you blossom. And like, I'm so proud of you, Andrea. This is so awesome. Thanks. This is good. And you know, one thing for me too, I feel like that really anchored in for me is I had a pretty big milestone birthday this year. I turned 40 and, you know, at first I was thinking, okay, I want to have the party, right? I want to celebrate life because what I recognized is with a podcast I was doing, The Hardship Journey, I was talking to people who had hardships in their life and how they really grew from that and, and really just had this like positive mindset around it. And when I thought about it more, I thought, you know what? I want to have intentional time. So what I did is for the 40 days, almost like a Lent, uh, 40 days leading up to my 40th birthday, I had intentional time with the people and doing experiences. And I felt that through that space, it super grounded me in being in alignment and being authentic. And it was almost like I had this superpower of it just being a part of me. You know, they always say it takes 21 days to start a habit. And here I was doing something for 40 days. So I'm like, I feel really grounded in that space now. And I feel like that was the trajectory that was kind of like, okay, this is just a part of who I am. You know, I, 
I don't have to think of that version. I, I've become that version. And I invite other people to experience that too. Ooh, okay. So we're already like off script from the questions that I that I sent you, but I was I was like, we're gonna follow any tangents we take. Um so I love what you just said in that you didn't have to think about it. You just became it. And I think that is huge, especially in the work that you do with clients. There's so many times where we try to pursue these better habits or become like more intentional about these things that we want to accomplish. And so we'll make a to-do list and we'll check the boxes each day and we'll like do the things. And then we're still frustrated because it's like, oh, I thought that when I accomplished this thing that it would feel this way. And then we have disappointment around it because it doesn't always align with how we thought it would feel. And so Mm -hmm. I think that your point there about like, it's not about the doing, it's about who I was becoming in the journey. That's what we're pursuing. Yeah. So often it's actually like the default, but it's actually backwards. So often people follow the approach of have, do, be. When I, when I have this, I can do this and become this. When it's saying like, when I have my dream job or when I have the money, I'll be able to do X, Y, Z and, and then I'll be happy or then I'll be authentic or I'll be in alignment. When really what we need to do is we need to reverse that. We need to do the be, do, have. So become that person. So embodying that, envisioning it, whatever you need to do, to declare that, to step into it. Cause guess what? You'll still be able to do it. And then ultimately a byproduct, you'll have it. And it's showing up for me in real time, real life. I would have thought this was woo woo. Seriously. I'd have been like checked out, but now I'm like all for it. Send me through this portal. I am ready. Cause it works. Mm. And I know that a big part of this journey to alignment too. And just in what you're talking about, You were in a 20-week program earlier this year that kind of walked you through that. Can you tell us a little bit more about that process? Absolutely. Yes. So I did a program with Catherine Zinkina, who is on Instagram as Manifestation Babe. And it was a totally different program than really what I expected. I knew, you know, I've been kind of dabbling, I guess you could say, or or learning about manifestation and, and what that process is. But what I learned through this 20 week is it was really taking the programming that we had within ourselves, within our brain, which resulted in the actions we took, our beliefs, the stories we were telling ourselves and really reframing it, breaking it down, rebuilding it, you know, stepping into who do you want to be? What do you want in life? And for so many of us, hence the blocks on things, we don't think we can do something. We have an either or mindset. And it's really allowing ourselves to to understand and, and get connected. And one thing I learned about and I apply on a daily basis is learning about our ego and our higher self. Like that ego in our brain is going to be that safe zone. Keep us in our comfort zone, even if it's toxic as heck, because it's afraid of what's outside of that, where our higher self is expansive. It's abundant. It's saying like, I think of the ego as like that hurried, anxious voice of like, oh my God, you got to do this. You're going to miss this opportunity. And our higher self is, hey, what do you think about this? And so it has been a part of my daily practice of connecting like, what does my ego need today? Or how do I connect with it? And how do I bring in my higher self? And it's just kind of that extra boost of confidence that we have within us that sometimes we just need to kind of be like, hey, I need some help here to step into what we want. So that was really, really interesting and learning about how our beliefs are. So our beliefs as part of that 20 week program, she had shared the beliefs we have are basically like a table, right? We have kind of that hard top and then we have the legs. And if we want to break down a belief, we want to start something new. Think of a table. If we take a leg off the table, that table is not going to be as sturdy. So the more that we break that down, the less sturdy that table is going to be. And that's the same with our beliefs. So it's always about looking for evidence. So if you think you can't do something, if you want to change that, you have to find evidence to support it. So thinking about, you know, is there somebody in the world that does this that you know or don't know? Yeah, there is. So guess what? That's a new evidence. That's a new leg to support a building of a new belief. And that has really, really been helpful. It's something I share with my kids. 
you know, this is all stuff that I'm like really honing in with my kids because they're such an influential space right now with their, their mindset because their conscious headspace is still forming where ours is kind of pretty set. It takes a little bit extra work. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's really been incredible. Hmm. I'm with you where like in the, I've always had like an interest in some of these like woo woo topics. But like, I would even say at the beginning of the year, like if you would talk to me about like my higher self, I'd probably be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But as checking listeners, out. <laughs> yeah, but as listeners know, like, I feel like this year I've really leaned into that space and it not only makes sense, it is the answer that we've been searching for. And when you were talking about how your ego is the driver, like for the last, I don't even know how long, probably since. 2020 when we like made this huge shift during COVID and the pandemic I feel like life really went into overdrive where we were just like trying to do all the like we had that initial slowdown right where we everybody was in quarantine but then as we came out of quarantine I feel like things sped up and we were trying to make up for lost time almost and earlier this summer I was really feeling that feeling of my ego saying you got to do more you're not hitting your goals make new programs. You're not like, you're not feeling like you got enough followers, post more. And it was this constant drive of like more, 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 more. But then like in working with you and your program that I'm in, like, and in addition to some other people that I'm in the spaces of hearing more about this ego versus higher self and really tapping into that feeling or like your masculine versus your feminine energies, like tapping into that feeling of knowing when I feel the need to overperform or do extra. A lot of times that is that ego that wants to keep me safe, but also it's not entirely healthy for me to do that. And the higher self is saying like, it's okay. What will be will be. What is meant for you will come. And trusting that voice, which can be really scary because for some of us who are used to driving with our ego, like slowing down can feel really uncomfortable. But on the mm -hmm. other side of that, there's so much goodness. So that's my personal. I know, take especially <laughs> thinking about what we hear of like, you have to hard, you have to work hard. How are you going to be successful if you don't work hard, right? And that's just like knowing that that's a block within ourselves. So if we choose to be more passive or just kind of like have more leisure time in our day, it's almost like that ego's like, you're lazy. No wonder you're not have having things happen for you, but. It's like, get rid of that block, open up to receiving and attracting. And it's a whole different experience. It's what's in inevitable. Yes. And so many of us, especially if you're listening and you're an entrepreneur, a female entrepreneur, like a lot of us go into working for ourselves for the time freedom. We want to like have the ability to choose our schedules and be with our kids. And that was definitely part of my path. Like I had already like been a stay-at-home mom. Um, but then starting this business journey, I was like, okay, yeah, then I can do both at the same time. Well, then at some point it becomes like, hopefully where you have like a healthy business. And then sometimes we can get caught up in this, like forgetting about why we started and that we lose that time because we have this sense of like urgency and overdrive. And it can feel again, really uncomfortable to go into this idea of receiving and taking time, but it's not lazy. And actually the opposite I found is what happens. Like when I slow down and I like, again, earlier this year, I was like, who am I becoming? Who am I being? I might be building a business, but I'm feeling depleted because I haven't had time for family. I haven't had time for friends. My kids are watching TV while I'm sitting at the computer. And when we slow down and we fill our day with the important things first, I found that that's actually opened a lot more doors and a lot of the goals have happened, even though I haven't been pushing so hard. So all that speaks to your point of we have this, like the societal ingraining of work hard equals success. And I remember a line that you spoke at the Empower Her Summit, and you said, if that was in fact true, and the hardest workers were the most successful, made the most money, then teachers, nurses, 
and farmers would be the richest people here in the United States. And we all know that's not the case. And so that line that you gave, I was like, if that isn't hitting me in the gut right now, like we have to slow down. We have to listen to our higher self and allow that receiving to happen. Yeah, we're going to make it happen. So Andrea, you've been on this journey to alignment. You were in that 20 week program. And then this summer, I think is when I noticed like, oh, she's putting this into practice. Cause I noticed you, like you said earlier this year, you were kind of casting your fishing pole. You were doing Mm -hmm. all these things, trying to see what you could snag. But I felt like this summer was when you started to really build out the programs, the courses, and the offers that were in alignment. So can you take us to that place? Oh, it makes me like, it's one of those like pinch me moments. So one night I woke up and I like to sleep. I have no problem sleeping. I am like, I love to sleep. Anyways, I woke up at like midnight out of a a dream or a download of that I had. And I went to my office and I started writing and I just had this idea of this financial abundance breakthrough that came through. And I was just like feverishly writing. I'm like, this is crazy. And so I went back to bed and the next day, it was a Thursday. I decided I'm like, okay, I'm going to launch this program to start. I think it was the following Monday. It was a very short time to start the end of September or June, sorry, June. And, um, the following morning, you know, I had, I had planned it out. I was like going to start because I had done a live on Facebook to like talk about it. And then I was like, what do I, what do I price it at? So I went for a walk and in my head, I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to offer it for this, this price. And you know, hire yourself, God, like, what do you think about this? Again, like kind of having those, those uh, communication pieces in my head in this, in my thinking, I got this awareness of pick your price. And I was like, huh? What does that mean? Pick your price, like let them choose. And I was like, but I, but I need money. Like I should get, I need to get paid. Right. Like I need to have this as a beat. So I was like very emotional about this and I like kind of had tears and I'm like, okay, I trust, like I'm all about surrendering and trusting. And so I did, I, I launched this program, financial abundance breakthrough for pick your price. And Molly, I had the biggest launch with the most people and it blew my mind. And in that space, it was just recognizing, okay, like this felt right. And there's a law that I love, you know, universal laws. I know you kind of enjoy those too, but there's a law of a couple of them, actually, um, the law of compensation. So you will be financially rewarded for the work that you do when it's purposeful. And that came, that came through very, very apparent. And it was, like I said, the biggest launch I had had and, um, other laws too that I just love is law of oneness. What's meant for you is meant for me. What's meant for me is meant for all. So that is kind of that piece that I look out. So when I see people on Instagram or, or social media, the influencers, you know, removing that space of comparison and instead like celebrating, be like, I can have that too. It's meant for for me. And that's the encouragement for for those around me as well. And so I also this summer decided to offer a a kid and teen mindset program. I called it brain health toolbox. And that was really well received because again, like knowing how kids are influential and just giving them resources. Cause I thought, what would I have done with this information when I was younger? Not that it would have, it could have changed my pathway, but wow. I thought about what could I offer them that they can take with them for life? Cause this is really a life skill. And so, yeah, I just felt really connected on thinking about who can I help? And I, I removed myself from, I guess, the, the financial means of it too. And I thought of it like, as a mom, we're constantly making meals and we cook a meal and the kids bring us their plates. And I thought about that with my programs. I'm going to share information and the people are going to come to me with their interest. And so when I started looking at it that way, as what can I prepare as my offering, the people came. It was just, it just blew my mind. Oh my gosh. I love that, Andrea. That analogy is really like, it's so visual. And for a lot of us who work in the online space, 
and you can create these offers. You kind of have the freedom of putting things together and aligning them with the price that you feel fits. Like there can be this like, oh, I made this thing. Nobody signed up for it. Oh my gosh, what does that say about me? Mm -hmm. Am I successful? Am I a failure? But looking at it from the perspective that you just took, I'm going to make this offering and the people will come that are interested, that it will serve the most. Like that is such a powerful analogy. And I hope that the listeners, like, I hope they like, they really listened in on that one. They came to us in that moment. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like that. Yes, we live near the field of dreams, but if they build it, they will come. Like that has yes. so many connections in that way. But yeah, and I definitely have had experiences uh, where I've launched something and I haven't had anybody. And I did get down. Like I was like, oh God, my ego was like having a heyday. Like, hmm, see, you're not really good at this. And now I recognize with the personal work that I've done that, you know what, it's just meant for something bigger to come into my way. And I don't nearly have the setback like I did initially, because initially I'd be like, pick me up off the floor. I'm in my corner. I need to listen to my <laughs> podcast episode to get, you know, like rebounded. But uh, yeah, I think that's just the growth that goes in with things. I agree. And I, the pick your price offer, when I first heard you release that as an option, I was like, that is so smart. It really like stuck with me. And I found it to be so powerful and unique because in this era of being online and you can work with people who are anywhere at a variety of um, price points, I thought that was so admirable to release that and say, you know what? I want you to put the price tag on this. Like, what is it worth to you? And what do you align this with in your own life and in your own budget? And I just found that to be such a really cool demonstration of trusting and like allowing, again, listening to that higher self and leaning in to those urges. And I'm so excited and happy to hear that that was the biggest launch so far, because I think that I'm excited to hear like at the time of this recording, you know, financial abundance hasn't been launched yet. By the time this episode is released, it will be. But I just I can't wait to hear what becomes of this because the program itself is so powerful. I can speak to firsthand. Yeah, well, thank you for being a part of it. And what was interesting is that that first session is now kind of closing with the the round and feedback I had asked on a survey was, you know, did you find it easy to pick your price or was it a struggle? to pick your price. And the majority of feedback has been, it's been a struggle because, you know, people would reach out at that time with registration and say, what are other people paying, you know, on average? And I recognized for myself, I, I was them. I was in that space of, I want to, I want to make sure, like, I want to do what others are doing, right. Kind of being a part of that belonging, that sense. And with the growth I've experienced and wanting to be in alignment and being authentic, I recognize, okay, I want to get them there too. Like I want them to, to grow into that for themselves. So it's fully on them that they are letting go of what they think they should pay based on what others are doing. And it's just on them. And I'll be super transparent. Like, and we should probably go into this too. Like with the financial piece, people who are listening might say like, okay, Andrea's like, like you have this experience, you have this training and this mastery and transformation. How does that apply into finances? And there is so much underlying mindset work that comes to the table when you're talking about money and finance. And even going through the program, like Andrea knows this, but like I got stuck on a week that was only like five weeks into the program, but I have been stuck there for a while because it was a point in the program where we had worked through like universal laws and we'd been talking about like how your brain's wired and stuff. And then it came to phase two and that was like, okay, let's get clear on what your goals are and what you want to do and where do you see yourself? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so then I like, <laughs> it's so much deeper than just like, here's how you do a personal budgeting. And it really is transformational. And I'll even say like within the first week of the program, 
I manifested a credit limit increase. Like it, I didn't request it. It just got, I got an email. I was like, you have a $5,000 increase on your credit line. I was like, oh my God. And then just like some other random things have come in too, but it just, I mean, the program is so, so powerful. And I think it speaks to this work that you're doing throughout your whole coaching program about like digging into the reasons we feel and do the things that we do and really unpacking that so that we can live this life of abundance and alignment and your third A that is escaping me right now. (laughs) Authenticity. Authenticity. Right. Authenticness. I don't think that's a word. Sorry. Authenticity. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about like what can listeners – so if they're listening in and they're like, okay, maybe they're one of those people who is like the me or the you of two years ago, and they're like, all right, this talk about abundance and alignment, like it feels kind of far away for me right now. How can mm-hmm. listeners that are like feeling that they're not quite there yet how can they know and they can start tapping into knowing when their ego is in control and when maybe that higher self is trying to get their attention and then they can move to a more aligned existence? Yeah. So if you find yourself in thinking about something like, I have to do this right now, like this is my only opportunity, that is really where your ego is kind of driving you, where your higher self is like, there's plenty of opportunities. There's, you know, there's no need because I fell into that before. I'm like, it's on sale right now. I have to have it. And then I buy it and I'm like, why'd I buy that? Right? Like the buyer's remorse, if you will. And the other piece of alignment is, you know, if you have these emotions that are coming up for you, if you have any type of like bitterness in your experiences, um, any anger, any frustration, those are so important to hone in on because that is like screaming out of alignment. Right. And yes, does it mean that we're going to have, I mean, I, I have frustration in my day, right? Like my kids are fighting or there's something that's going on. Like my day is not all rainbows and Skittles and I'm not happy all the time. But what I recognize is there's a period or a moment that you can be in those emotions, but then there can be kind of like, this is my life. If you wake up feeling bitter, angry, frustrated, the majority of your day, hmm, that's really producing a negative chemical response in your body. And when you have that negative chemical response, guess what? More cortisol gets released. What's that? Stress hormone. Ooh, what's that going to do? It's going to shut off your digestion. It's going to cause weight gain. It's going to cause high blood pressure. You know, it's just contributing to a greater deficit within your health, amongst other things, relationships. So if that's what you're recognizing, that's definitely a big sign out of alignment. Okay, great. Well, how do I go into getting into alignment? Well, I would encourage you to start honing in on your yes and your no, honoring that. So when you're asked to do something, because we're always asked to do something, and honestly, when we're asked to do something, nine times out of 10, it's for the benefit of the person asking right? It's to accommodate their schedule. And I found myself in this space of feeling like I needed to provide a response immediately. Like, yep, yes, I can do that. Or no, it's not going to work for me out of respect to allow them to be able to make it work in the schedule or find somebody else. So it's important for you to acknowledge it. Absolutely. But just, you know, being like, hey, thanks for asking. Let me check my calendar and I'll get back to you later today or in a couple of days. And then when you're doing that, you can actually kind of reflect on it. Okay, what am I being asked to do? Is this going to light me up? Or do I feel connected to it? Or do I feel like I need to do this out of social obligation? Because when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to something else and vice versa. So it's just really honing in on that because it's it's awesome. And it's totally an opportunity to experience like satisfaction. Having satisfaction a part of your day is it can happen. It's very, very possible. Um, Having peace, having excitement, having surprises even, that's a really good thing. Those are all emotions of being in alignment. So definitely moving that dial from feelings of bitterness, anger, frustration into excitement, peace, and content. Um, You know, also what I would encourage you to do, your listeners, add energy giving people or experiences to your day. 
and really start stepping away or reflecting on what's draining me. Who's draining me? Because while our ego would say, but it's comfortable. I'm comfortable in this space. I know this. It actually just creates further resentment and issues that we kind of mentioned about before. So those are really key things that you can start doing. And they're actually like small things. And what I noticed too about doing small things we consider small is actually like the super nutrient to our inner self. And it grows and strengthens that within us. And so then one day you'll be like, did I just say that? Did I just do that? Like you find yourself being like, oh, I just stepped into this, right? Like this is me. And then it just becomes a part of who you are innately. Oh, that is so good, Andrea. And I think that is exactly the bridge that people need to pay attention to if they're in this space of feeling uncomfortable, unsatisfied, but they're like not so sure about this. How can I really achieve abundance in my life? How is that made for me? Just what you said are those things that you can start looking for. Where's your energy feeling like it's thriving in the day? And where is it feeling like depleted? We've all had those encounters where it's like you leave somewhere and you're like, ugh, or like you're unpacking how a meeting went or something. And you're like, oh, how was so-and-so? And they're like, well, so-and-so is actually in a good mood or whatever. And you're like, okay, maybe that's a person that like, maybe we have an email exchange, you know? So it's looking for those moments that like, seriously, tapping into how is your energy? Is it high? Is it low? And where can you make adjustments for that? And I also loved what you said about noticing where are those points where you're feeling bitter or feeling resentment or feeling triggered. And that's a really good indication that it's some work that you might have in front of you. Because you might be triggered and say, oh, look at so-and-so, or of course it's easy for him or her. And that's also saying a little bit of something about you, the way you're feeling, the way you are in response to that. And I know that um, Andrea and I just finished this like free masterclass with Melanie Ann Lair. And we both are just like, oh my gosh, pineapple season is coming. But um, (laughs) when she, like one of the first trainings, she said something like, I was living my life as a response. And she was talking about not being proactive. She was just responding to everything in her environment and everyone around her. And to your point, like just saying yes to whatever other people wanted. And she's like, when she took her power back and she started making decisions from a place that was for her in alignment with what she wanted and who she ultimately wanted to become, that's when her life shifted. And I was like, oh, there's so many examples of that, like in women that I know. And I think that everything you just talked about there is the excellent bridge for people who aren't quite in this space yet to start tapping into that so they can achieve your triple A's. I love triple A. That's, I think that's got the start of a program for you, Andrea. I know I'm feeling it too. Okay. So we're already getting close on time. I knew this would happen, but let's talk about 2023. Where are you feeling like you had this huge year at 2022? So as you look ahead to what's to come in the next months, Do you know what your programs are going to be yet? Do you have any indication of what people might be able to expect? What are you thinking? Yeah, I definitely, I really feel connected to the financial abundance breakthrough. So that is going to be something I offer in 2023, kind of being like a staple. And what I love about it too, is with each session, you know, we, we go back and reflect on it. We make it better, bigger and better, you know, just to, to really offer the best. Cause that's really what I want to do is as a coach, like I want to walk the walk, talk the talk. So as part of my programs, everything I'm asking my participants to do, I've done it myself. So when you have those hard moments or challenging moments, I can relate to it because I've been there and I've gone through it and I want to be there for you too. Um, I also am thinking about upcoming, you know, December, a de-stress December, a four week challenge to really kick out like holidays are coming up. It's a busy time of year. And stress is on the higher end. And I am like committed to ending 2022 in a relaxed space. So I'm going to be offering a de-stress December for that. Um, Probably launching that Thanksgiving timeframe. 
Oh, that sounds like something a lot of women I know could use mm-hmm. and myself included because I know December, like, you know, the magic of the holidays, but also there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes to make that magic yeah. come to be. <laughs> so, oh, that's exciting. All right. So if people want to know more about these offers or just follow you and learn more about your personal journey, how can they find you online, Andrea? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Choose Your Journey with Andrea. And I have a website, www.chooseyourjourney.co. And yeah, I would love to to hear from anyone who has any interest. I also send out a weekly newsletter. And this um, this time around, I'm kind of doing a series on brain health. So I've been doing the ABCs of brain health. And I'm getting down there. I'm already on cue. So it's been kind of interesting and fun to kind of share a different way of looking at brain health because it's it's impacting everybody. And it's really super important to resonate with and, and know more about. Mm. Yes. Get on Andrea's email list. It is a good one. Okay. We always end these interviews with a small talk round, which is just random questions. I did not send you in preparation. We're just like shooting from the hip here. You okay with yeah, that? Fun. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Question number one, what is a book or a podcast that you think everybody needs to listen to? Um, the book is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Amazing. Must read. Um, it is just, it really helps a person connect with what what they're meant for mm-hmm. in moving into that space. Um, a podcast to listen to. Man, it's been... Oh. Kind of drawing a blank. I feel like okay, these are hard. This is hard when it's like I'm sorry, I should have started with this. No, that's good. No, 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 no. Um, and I, I don't have my phone with me right now. Dang it. Otherwise I'd be like, hey, Spotify, what's been in my recent playlist? Shoot. Um That's okay. We'll I just mean, stick to the big Bay's a good one too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're yeah. in James Wed like James Wedmore's um Mind Your Business too. That would probably be yeah. do you yeah. recommend that one as well? Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I took on his um, business by design course. So excited to see what that's all about too. Mm. And I will say the big leap. So this kind of ties back into some of your teachings too. You talk about in like when you go into brain health, you talk about, and I never remember the word, but it's the part of the brain that like once you see something or you're thinking about a thing, you start seeing it everywhere. Yeah, And I remembered getting a suggestion to read The Big Leap. And it's the book on the cover. There's like a goldfish and there's two fish bowls. And the fish is like making a leap from the small bowl to the big one. And I was like, I know I've seen that book before. And then pretty soon I hear another person recommend it and another person and another person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I better just buy this. So I bought it and I read it in September. And it was like a binge. I binged that book the way I binge Bridgerton. And I was like, this is so good. And yes, so I agree. And I've been DMing you too. I was like, this is so good. So I, yeah, the big leap gets my sign of approval too. Yeah. And And that part of our brain is called the reticulator activating system. It distorts, deletes, and adds in what's important. Because our brain, little, little crazy fact here, we get 11 million bits of information per second. And our subconscious brain then filters that down to 126 bits. So 11 million down to 126. There's a lot of information where kicking out. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is so interesting. Uh, We could have a whole other episode just about the brain. Um, (laughs) All right. Question two, what's something that is on your personal bucket list before the end of the year? Oh, before the end of the year. Hmm. I would say to, to be on a stage to speak with over 200 people. Ooh, I like that. Mm. All right. Last question. I don't even know what I want to ask yet. Ooh. Yeah, I do. Because I want to hear this story. Um, What is a place that if you could travel anywhere, I'm just teeing this one up. Uh, If you could travel anywhere, Andrew, where would it be? Oh my God. Alaska, for sure. And it's been... That reticulator activating system, it's like, it's on my vision board. It was on my wallpaper for my phone. 
that's um, definitely a place I want to go. And there have been so many uncanny things about Alaska showing up. And most notably this year, Alaska has been showing up super strong. And I, I shared Alaska with you back in 2020 and it has still same. So earlier this year, um, and I realized I need to go with my husband because it's, it's showing up between us. So we were coming back from a trip and we were listening to the radio station in the car and they had the country countdown. So the country countdown is all about like current hits. And anyways, all of a sudden this snippet of the song North to Alaska came on and it played on the radio. And I said to Joe, I said, did you hear that? And he's like, no. And I'm like, they just played North to Alaska. Just a real quick blip. And I kind of like chuckled about it. So then later on that evening, we actually had to attend a wake and we're standing in line and we're looking at kind of the, um, you know, beautiful pieces that are around. And there's a painting of this couple and the, the gentleman's driving the tractor and his wife is sitting with him on this tractor and on her sweatshirt said the word Alaska. And I like showed Joel and I was like, look at that. And I was like tearing up a little bit. I'm like, holy moly. And then uh, Joe's grandma passed away. And so we had a kind of like a, a bucket of like little trinkets that we were given. And I was going through it. It had sat on my counter for months. She had passed away in the wintertime. And so I think I did it like in July. Mm-hmm. And I was going through and I pull out this ornament and the ornament says Alaska on it. And I was just like, oh my God. Alaska keeps showing up. It's meant for me. You know, people think about a coincidence and I'm like, no. This is meant for me. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of putting that energy out there. And that's why I encourage people all the time, go big. Like it is meant for you. It is, if you think it, it's going to happen. The issue is we have this Amazon mentality where we think it's going to happen in two days because we're so used to things happening so quickly. But really, we just need to know what we want and why we want. And we have to let go and surrender the how, when, and where. And it's going to come. So I am. I am banking on it. I know it's going to happen. I'm excited. It makes me feel good just thinking about it. So yeah, that is definitely a place I want to go. And for episode three with Andrea as a guest, <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you because I feel like you're channeling this in. I can't wait mm-hmm. to talk to you in a few months, a year from now, and you'll be like, guess what? I went to Alaska. <laughs> and that's the episode. <laughs> Well, Andrea, it went too fast, but I so appreciate your time today. And thank you for sharing all of your wisdom and your journey with our listeners today. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Molly. I loved it. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in to The Found Podcast. If you loved what you heard in today's episode, please head over to The Found Podcast on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. It means so much to know how you think about these episodes where I pour out my heart or to know what strategies you found most effective from our guest experts. While you're there, you can also check out that library of 100 plus episodes of stories of female founders and successful strategies for getting found in your business. Thank you again for being here this week and I'll be back with even more in next week's episode.